Welcome, welcome, welcome to Planning Face Syndicate. Thank you all so much for joining us tonight. Tonight, we have an amazing show planned for you. The last sleep until Gen Con, even though technically it's not, but it's pretty close to the last sleep. That's what I'm going to say. <clears throat> Tonight, we're going to be discussing um, Gen Con in full, everything about it, uh, kind of talk a little bit about uh, what's going to happen for the three events, if you want to play, if you don't want to play. Um, how you can get a hold of me and contact me if you want to hang out. I will be there in person pretty much Thursday afternoon through um, Sunday night. And then um, we're also going to be talking about the German World Qualifier, which I, I just feel like calling it the Hanover Open. I have no idea why I feel like calling it that, but that's that's what I feel like calling it, um, even though AMG did not title it the Hanover Open. Um and we're also going to be talking about my defeat at the hands of Deslin here in the next few minutes as well. With that being said, let's bring JJ, Jeremiah, No Hat, Psych J. How are you tonight, sir? Jeremiah. <laughs> yeah, it's like that's like my new nickname for you. I'm doing all right, man. Uh, had a, a very very long busy day yesterday. Uh, was going out with the family here locally. Uh, over to Lido Key Beach, uh, which is over on the Gulf Coast here in Florida. Uh, had a great time. Got home really, really late last night and uh, spent the day recovering today. Um, everybody is really badly sunburned, uh, but uh, but we had a great time yesterday. Well, that's good. I got to spend my weekend again in the hospital. So we had to take my son back to the hospital uh, Saturday morning. Essentially, he was having issues uh, with complications with his Crohn's. So I've been at the hospital all day yesterday and the majority of the day today. So that's been super fun. But hopefully he gets yeah. to come home tomorrow. I guess we'll see how it goes. Absolutely. man. Other than that, it's been a nice weekend. The, the weather's been good up here at Michigan, at least. I mean, we have good weather. It's not, you know, horrible um, I did not get my practice games in for Gen Con. I had games scheduled and I just couldn't I couldn't pull it out um, because I didn't want to leave my kid just sitting alone in the hospital by himself. Um, so I did not get any practice for Gen Con or as you could tell, if you watch the earlier match on Greg's stream, I got no practice there either, <laughs> especially taking two damage on boost there at the end and then just yeah. losing boost. So. It was um, it, it was close uh, for for the majority of the game, and then um, yeah, just sometimes you know with no practice you get triggers on your card sometimes, and that can snowball sometimes um, into like a, a larger lead. So yeah, that that can hurt definitely. <laughs> I don't think that um, I used Wolfpack once, and then the one time I did trigger uh, the the last time I triggered Satine, I think it was a mistake, um, though. Uh, not have stub not having um the ability to focus there i should have just taken deplete and taken the focus instead of the uh disarm and the evade <laughs> yeah um <laughs> ferrick's in the chat let it be known that tanner chose to let the puppy start to spend time with his son <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, no, but um, I did like that initial Satine trigger. That was actually really good, really clutch getting in all those uh, extra tokens that help minimize the damage on your ships. Um, I, I'm I gotta say, after seeing Satine being used both in Hanover and on your game, I definitely am like looking at that uh, 
that card again to see like how I can maximize that particular cruise effect. Um, I definitely want to try Y wings with like bombs and stuff to see if they can like reload and target lock on and disengage and turn around and um, and see how that works out. So yeah, yeah, because you could just give them an evade and it still protects them, you know. Yeah, exactly. And they're already disarmed anyway. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think I think Satine is key here, right? Because she's like the cheapest coordinating crew you can have. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, you got to take a deplete, but I don't know if all ships care about that. You know, yeah. there's a couple of times with Stub taking that deplete, it wouldn't have mattered because he he was gonna shoot Rain Zero, right? Yeah. Um, I guess, and, and I think it's just it's just weird, you know. Like, I should have stuck with my opening eng- engagement and not gone down the bottom side of the board. And I should have just stuck going up and then to the left because that's how I was positioned. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I thought, hey, I'm going to be cagey and come down to the side because if I could shoot over fast enough, I can pick off Anakin, who I know is coming through that center there. But then I couldn't pick off Anakin. And and when Killer moved into the center, it was I couldn't. I tried. To, I forgot you can't boost with a, a, a white maneuver. So Killer yeah. not be, being able to boost into that center there and block it up for Anakin probably was the bigger mistake honestly yeah that was uh that was definitely tough but uh but still overall uh enjoyable game and uh and good job to desi pulling off that one it was actually fun to run um compared to what i had you know like what i've been doing before so um i i'm i was surprised the rebel or republic off was going to be any fun to watch personally um but there's a lot of ships not for nothing that was it was a lot <laughs> yeah. but it was still it was a really uh really good game to watch it was it was fun and interesting awesome all right well why don't we talk i before we get going too far and and, and I, this would be a little bit more fun so we're gonna i'm gonna tell you the question and and post it in the chat um and you're welcome to commentate and we will talk about your opinions here um, so usually I kind of been trying to do like a fun opening segment tonight. What I want to do is what would be a good top two or top one pilot. So if you're in the chat, just give us one. Don't, I don't want like 40 of these things, but give me, give me a pilot and maybe a quick ability. Right. Because what do we want to see coming out of this card pack? Right. So we already see a crazy looking pole, which is just insane to me. What would be a great card to put into that pack or two? So JJ, if you want to go ahead and start. Um, yeah. So something that I wanted, I want to see now, especially since I'm starting to rewatch Rebels again, is an I six Hera Syndulla pilot for the VCX. Um, I think that, um, especially since we already have an I six A wing and an I six B wing, I think it makes sense to bring back Hera as an I six on the on the Ghost. Um, I think that it would not be too terrible since that ship really can't do any repositions. Uh, but just having her at that at that level would be really really good. Um, having her uh, an ability on her to help her uh, coordinate uh, to other ships uh, at, uh, at uh, using a charge ability, I think would probably be the best fit for her since she is she does fill that role in the in the Star Wars Rebels uh, series, and um, I, I think that's very thematic for her, and that would be uh, helpful to help her bring her back into standard. Um, as a as a pilot for the VCX. 
All right. So, oops, the first one that we get, it looks like Ray and a T70 or Ray and a T65. So it wouldn't be a yeah. T65, though. Could you get the T65 in resistance? You couldn't, could you? I mean, if you technically bought the core set, you do have a T65 um, and a dial. Um, so you, it would be easy for them to just print the cardboard out for that. In resistance, though? Because you couldn't have Ray and Rubbles, technically, right? No. Mm-mm. It would be I mean, a resistance I... card, but with a T65 model. Okay. So so I guess, I guess, I mean, that could work. Otherwise, putting Rain in T70. Or give me a dual card, right? When I can play in both factions. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> the other card I have uh, in mind would be... Um, oh, my God. Jeez, what's her name? Um, well, it, it would technically be a T85, but I would see her as a T70 pilot. It would be the mother of uh, Tam uh, from the Resistance show, um, it, uh, Mrs. Doza. That's how, that's how I'm going to refer to her. But basically, having her as a ace for the for the Republic, probably an, an I5 pilot uh, for the Resistance in a T70. I think that that would be cool to bring another character from that show um, into the game. And probably giving her a little bit of a uh, like a reposition uh, bonus for her, able to uh, like open her wings after a boost or something or a barrel roll. Um, I think that would be something really cool for her, for the resistance. Yeah, <clears throat> and I think yeah, Sandy. I think Tor Tora Doza. I think that that would be great, except for we don't have the ship that they fly. So like I don't know I I don't know what you, ship you would put it in if they're not creating us new ships, right? Um, I could be wrong though. I don't think Tora flies any other any other ships. Does do do they? Not that not to my recollection, no. Um. Yeah. So I I don't I mean I guess we could we could just branch out and put them in another one. Um. But. You know this. The next question I have: Do you think that we're going to get the pilot, the Hot Shots pack, before we get any of the re-releases? Um, I, if I'm not mistaken, the Hot Shots and Aces pack is scheduled for quarter four, I believe, or from their last announcement. Um, but it just depends on you know the supply chain if they're able to get it out in time. It might be pushed out to quarter one of next year, uh, which will be. I believe the re the reprinter would be coming out quarter two of next year, if I if I remember that correctly. Okay. For me, I think one of them that that I had was there's a there was a guy called Tycho, and I can't remember what he did, but there was a guy called Tycho for the Empire. Oh, uh, huh. And I don't remember. So the question I have is because I don't remember what ship he flew. I can't remember if he is in Legends and if they're going to not be able to use him, or if he's actually like a like a name character in the movie, right? Right. Um, but he essentially he's like a defected Jedi, like to some extent, right? Like he's not a Jedi, but he's like a defected. He's defected from the rebellion. He he was part of the, um, you know, he he was part of like one of the recruits that that Luke Luke had. And I don't, you know, again, I believe, you know, you could, you could almost create it where you put a card in there and see, this is where I would love to see like rogue cards, like put them in an A-wing and then he flies an A-wing. If you fly it in rebel, 
and you can flip the card over, right? And I get them in, you know, in a um, I get them in a Tie Fighter, right? Yeah. Not that I need any more Tie Fighter pilots. I guess. I guess I really don't need any more Tie Fighter pilots. <laughs> but. Who's your second choice for uh, for a pilot? My second choice. See, here's where I would uh, Thrawn. I, I would just say, give me Thrawn as a pilot. He did fly something. Throw him in a Lambda. That's why I asked the question: Will we get reprints yeah, first? Yeah. But you know, give me Thrawn in a Lambda. I know technically, I don't think Thrawn actually flies the Lambda. It's like another, but it's another type of um, cargo type ship. Or give me Hawks yeah. and Empire. There you go. For fuck's sake, like give me, give me in my Hot Shots pack. Make it big. I'll pay forty bucks for this. You give me, give me the ability to have Hawks, just like they did with the the um, the Fangs and Rebels. Give me a hawk in um, Empire. Hell yes. <laughs> I it, speaking of the hawk um, for scum, I would like to see Spice Runner Pro Initiative Four uh, for the scum, uh, like having his ability be similar to what he does now. You know, he can spend two charges to take an extra action. That would be really really cool to see that uh, for for scum. Yeah. Did um? Do you know? Does Gavin uh? Does he fly an X an X a T sixty five at all or no? Uh, I believe he does. Yes, because that that would be kind of cool to see if we aren't going to get him back. <laughs> if we're not going to get him actually E wings back, can we get him at least in an X wing? Yeah, uh, I believe in Legends he does, and E wings were confirmed in the Poe Dameron comic recently. Um, so I mean, heck, that 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 could very well come. Yeah. Yeah, so for me it would be Thrawn. I would really like to see Thrawn um, somehow come out of this. But that's again, I'm just very selfish that way. Yeah. Corn uh, with a force <laughs> and an X-wing. Uh, I I don't know. Uh, it depends on how they build that character in canon. I mean, does he have a force technically? He he does have a, he does have the force in legends yes he actually is uh one of the people that helped set up the new jedi academy in legends but he hasn't been come at least directly confirms for um for current canon as of yet okay and and um but we did get some hints i think in obi-wan didn't we yeah yeah there are definitely hints there that uh that his parents were there um it would be interesting. And ooh, actually in the chat, uh second sister in the Tie V one, that would actually be really cool. Seeing more inquisitors in the V one for the Empire, I would definitely like to see that. Yeah, because you could put second sister in there, and that would be a, like a whole new character, right? I mean, technically speaking. Yeah. We would get a whole new character at that point then. Yeah. Anyone else you would like to see? Um, off the bat, um, well, they will probably have to create a new ship, uh, but uh, probably seeing uh, the undercover identity for uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi from the Clone Wars uh, when he's flying around with Cad Bane. Um, I, I always forget his name, but that would be cool to see a uh, a, a, a version of Kenobi uh, for Scum at Initiative 5 flying maybe like the world-class Starfighter. Um, I know it's a brand new ship, but it will still be cool to see like his character make an appearance as a pilot card. And do you think we're going to get to see Din Djarin in, um, as as a pilot for Naboo and they'll give us like a Naboo dial that we can have in Scum? That would be fantastic, actually. 
Because um, that way I they almost... they, they could do that without having to like actually put um. You you could do that without having to put anything, you know, like any new material out. If they did that, I would absolutely run them in the silver N1 um, because that's going to be like the closest look to his N1, Um, the convention exclusive one. I would love to get that uh, that Dinjarin on that model just to play someone on the table. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And we don't have a a Jace, do we? In first order? Uh, No. Because Jace would be a good pilot too, I think. Putting yeah. Jace in there. Yeah. And what I would do is give him like the um give him the if it were me, I would give him the ability where because he gets he gets angry, right? Like and he designed he designed that. Didn't he just des- he designed the droid we just got, didn't we? Uh yeah. I can't remember if he does that. I I haven't gotten all the way through uh resistance yet. Yeah. And the question is, could you just put him in and not just the um, just not just put him as a racer? You could put him in um, whatchamacallit. You could put him in resistance as well. Yes. Jace Rucklin. Yeah. I would also like to see a little more uh, crews to come out for like different ships, but I doubt we'll see that in the Hot Shots and Aces pack. I think what they're focusing more on like pilots and stuff, but it would nice to be it would be nice to see some of the other crew from different casts from uh, from the Mandalorian in there, uh, specifically like uh, Gina Carano's character. Uh, she, uh, I think that uh, not having her in there uh, is kind of criminal to since she's a, such a big character for the Mandalorian. Also. Um, uh Boba Fett's right hand uh girl. Um I forget her name. Uh but yeah, Mi Na Wei, uh the, the actress. Uh having her as a crew for Scum uh and CIS would be fantastic as well. Uh something similar to for her ability I would assume would be like um like adding crits to or at least changing results into crits. I think that that would be her her wheelhouse for like her ability since she is a marksman. Uh, so I think that that would be nice uh, crew to have, or at least even a gunner. So, yeah, that would be cool to have the gunner. And I, I again, I, I really do think I'm I'm gonna go back to Jace a second. I really think Jace would be a good pilot. You know, and and the ability you can give them right is you you could give them the ability where they like like can damage themselves, kind of like we get in the Empire, kind of like a ruthless, where they yeah. can damage themselves as long as it doesn't kill themselves and give like like do a coordinate function or give other other characters focuses or things like that or maybe a jam feature right that's a range three jam because that's what first order seems to like more than coordinate yeah you know that's their token of choice yeah yeah so you could do you could do something like that i i don't know i i find that you know and again you can really put them kind of in both of the the things but i think that's a good way because we know he transitions officially from um in resistance officially to the first order so we we yeah. know that he's canon and he's part of the first order and you make him a very low initiative you know actually now that I think about it is his um oh yeah there you go dt793 yeah that's right he is uh he is a gunner already but yeah it'd be nice to see him as a um as a pilot yeah um i think in the show they only have him running just the just the fo fighter um, I don't believe he ever flew the bomber version, but I, I would definitely like to see him in an FO uh, TIE fighter at least. 
Yeah. You so you think we're gonna get any separatists? Um so I unless they decide to re-release the Sheetapede shuttle, um, I would like to see a Dooku pilot for the Sheetapede. Uh, that would be really cool to have him as uh, as an I five potentially coordinate uh, with his ability, um, affecting the field kind of like um, Fenral does with the rebels. I think that would be a nice piece for the separatists. Yeah, because I, I think I think with separatists you just make up pilots, right? Like there's not any real because Dugu didn't have any specific guard, did they? Did he? Uh, in Attack of the Clones, um, he he was guarded by the um, the Petronaki Aces, uh, but other than that, no, not that I, not I can think of. Um, they could also put uh, uh, Saj Ventress as well as a pilot for the Sheetapede. That could be a potential pilot as well. Um, it'll be nice to see her come make her appearance in CIS. Yeah, and that's if they give us a Sheetapede. If they, I don't think we're gonna get Dooku. And I don't think we're going to get Sheathapede personally. It would be nice to have a small coordinator. Um, yeah. Honestly. But you could put Asajj Ventress in Separatist. Like, you without yeah. giving her her own ship. You could put her technically in the Sith Infiltrator, right? Oh, yeah. You you could do that. You could also put her in a Beelzebub, I believe. Because I don't think Grievous is the only one that flies that ship. I think... I think she might have flown. I'm trying to remember back to her book. Um, because that's the other Jedi that the dark Jedi, what's his name? Um God, I can't remember that guy's name now. The guy she uh, falls in love, love, love with. Quinlan uh, Voss. Quinlan Voss. Yeah. Yes. That's the other pilot. When when do we get a Quinlan Voss pilot too? Um, I don't remember what ship he's flown though. Like I'm trying to like rack my brain back from the book itself. Um, the one time that he does appear in the Clone Wars, I don't remember him flying a ship either. Um, so I mean, maybe as a crew member, um, he could definitely show up um, for the Republic and uh, probably the Separatists as well um, for 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 his crew card. Um, or it can even be a dual side kind of like Palpatine. Um, that'd be kind of an interesting design for that, uh, that member. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 th I don't think we're going to get any crew. Unfortunately, I don't think we're going to get that lucky. I don't think we're going to get a crew pack. It'd yeah, be no. nice if they just release a crew pack though. That'd be kind of yeah. cool. Yeah, absolutely. I think that he, he would be reserved strictly for like a next expansion for like another ship that would come out and not necessarily for, uh, like a card pack that would be mainly pilots only. So, yeah. All right. Well, why don't we talk list? I'm kind of excited to talk list. Um, and, and I'm going to call it the Hanover Open. I don't care what anyone says anymore. That's, that's what we're going to call it. Yeah. That's it. All right. Good. Agreed. We're doing it. We're doing it, baby. <laughs> All right. So we're going to start. So this was over in Germany. I don't know why I came up with Hanover other than I think that's the city that they did it in. Um, mm -hmm. But I'm not 100% sure. Yeah. Either which way, they have um, they had a amazing list that happened to win the whole thing, and thank God, because the list underneath it has a character in it that I didn't want to win. I don't not want it to win at all on purpose. I root actively root against it um, every time, no matter who's flying. But for the winner of the whole Galactic Open in Germany is Adrian. Dirtridge, and he is running a Seppi list with Grievous and Cad Bane 
two bombardment drones, DFS 81, and a vulture. On his Cad Bane, he has the kind of the typical uh, loadout, the HLC ion cannon, but he adds elusive and proxies instead to go in there and be able to drop everything. Grievous has got the outmaneuver and pervy and plating. And that's you know, whatever. We all know that that's like the standard loadout unless you put afterburners on him. Um, there's only two loadouts you can give Grievous, it yeah, seems. Exactly. <sighs> then we have two bombardment drones. One with proxies and indies, and one with seismics and clusters, which is a good, I like that combo. Then we have DFS with an energy shell, and then a, a lone droid with a discord missile. Pretty good list. It's very similar to um, the one of the ones that was ran a couple weeks ago, um, and, and did very well in the GSP tournament. Um, yeah. This one, instead of, that, that one I believe had, what, two more vultures in it? Instead, it was like a five vulture list instead of these four ships here. Yeah, and I do like the asymmetric build on this one here, right? Normally, with most separatist lists, you have the drones usually with the same type of loadout here. But definitely a really, really uh, interesting choice of mixing up the arms here between the two bombardment drones. Uh, makes it easy for your, your opponent to kind of forget which one is which. Um, and I do like the combo with the seismic charges because you actually do have the potential to launch that seismic charge on a bombardment drone that's parked on a rock and hit another one that's uh, like at distance one uh, or actually beyond distance one from the rock that you're on with a bombardment drone and not take damage from that seismic charge. Um, so that's a, that's a really interesting way to do it. I wonder do, how many times he was able to get off the cluster mines off the bombardment drone. Uh, but that is a, a really nice loadout. I definitely like this list a lot. So now tell me how how you how I don't swerve to this list for for Gen Con, or do we uh, save that for the Gen Con discussion? Maybe we save that. We'll for save the it. We'll save it for Gen Con. Yeah, yeah. Because now I want to run this list. Not that my Cad Bane ever fucking lives, but now I want to run this list. <laughs> like like all of a sudden it's like. Do you this... have the? Do you have the practice time though? to to make sure you get this down because it's different it's different from from what you're it is running. so yeah do i have practice set not in the same way I, with the current list i have but yeah i do have practice with droid i mean you gotta think i run mostly separatist for yeah. the most part so yeah so uh looking at the runner up here we have thomas schulte uh, he, uh also goes by catch on discord uh, he's running the Lactive Empire list. We have two ISB Jingoists, one with cloaking device and one with over two modulators. Uh, we have a Wampa with elusive, and we have a double decimators coming in here. First one is Captain Oiken with Ruthless Death Troopers, Fifth Brother, and Dauntless, and Mornaki with Ruthless Darth Vader, Triple Zero, and BT1 Gunner on this here. I got to say, this is a really, really interesting list. Um, I do like having the double decimators on here. Uh, Oiken with Death Troopers is fantastic. Um, and if you're not familiar with that particular upgrade, uh, it is a double crew upgrade that prevents you from removing your stress if you're within range one of uh, Death Troopers. And in the meta where people can bump and take those red focuses, um, and then try to clear it. If you're anywhere near Oiken at that point, you're you're going to be denied any any mods. And then you pair that off with Darth Vader, which you can spend a force to either remove a green token or that ship takes a damage that is automatic damage that's going into that ship with Vader. 
and then reinforce that with triple zero who can give out a stress or you give Morniki a calculate token and then BT1 that gets out crits if you're stressed. Um, so these two ships working together, um, getting into the center and just laying waste to other opponents, really, really good combo between the two uh, decimators on here. Yeah, now the only thing I would say, is, well, the first thing I would say is yay for elusive Wampa. So I'm just going to, yes. I'm, I'm excited by that. That's one of my favorite things ever. <laughs> yeah. So um, the second thing is, is the question I have is this Death Troopers, Fifth Brother, Dauntless, you could almost, I, I like, for seven points, you can take a a uh, gauntlet, and I think it has the same loadout, but I'm, I'd have to build it. The question would become is, what's so special about Oinkin that you would take Oinkin, other than he can shoot at range zero? So it's specifically, Oinkin can treat range zero attacks as range one. So that means that he's getting all the mods at range zero, and he's getting the additional dice at range zero, where, whereas when you're shooting back at him at range zero, you're not getting anything. You're not getting the extra die, and you're not getting any mods. Um, so that makes him a much more credible threat at range zero. Um, so that's what makes him particularly dangerous. Um, he, he does get that big shot at range zero where he wants to be. Gotcha. All right, I like this list, and I apologize. I thought this was the Vader list. I thought this guy was flying the Vader, but he's not. So I did not actually <laughs> see this list. So even yeah. better. All right top four uh the first one we have is basically crispy's list right like yeah. i don't think there's anything different here uh no this is almost a carbon copy of it and if i remember correctly uh Coritan actually reached out to crispy to help him uh teach him how to run this list uh and uh yeah good job he, he taught him well making top four here and the handover yeah so we're going to move past that one. Necklace God next with an Eamon, Kath, and Q9 list. With Q9 with the Mandalorian, the Child, BT1, Babu Fink, and Razorcrest. <coughs> Along with Eamon, Azamine, when the Fire Spray, Electro Shafe Missiles, Sa Savage Oppress, Slave One, and Veterans Hellgunner. And I'm a little surprised they use Savage instead of Maul here. Um personally yeah absolutely uh -uh. I, I think that mall probably is the better call for that but uh i mean you do have those one-off situations where you need to reinforce uh or do a full stop with q9 and if you have it set up you can give q9 a uh, focus as well um so it is situational but i mean i i do prefer mall absolutely yeah and then kath with fearless ahsoka tana seismics marauder and veteran tail gunner so basically double tap both of them are double tapping if you can get into the mix which i'm assuming that's how they use those uh pretty good q9 with babu think is definitely uh unique um i won't lie and say that there's definitely a unique um build there because i i'm assuming it's the idea where you can take your stress and do something crazy stressful and then just throw it on him and then you don't have to worry about it for two turns yeah, it, and using this particular variant here, I mean, you're getting the um, the force here from the child. It's getting um, you're getting the recurring charge back with the Mandalorian, and you have access to a uh, to a white reinforced for the Razor Crest. Um, really helps you to uh, to stay put wherever you need to, and still get all those mods that you need um, on Q9, and uh, and take minimal damage coming back. So yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah, and they must only be using Eamon for the I4 because Koshka Frost is what an I3. You could use Koshka Frost and like yeah. same loadout for the most part. Yeah, exactly. Same loadout for the most part, but yeah, definitely having two uh, fire sprays at I4 uh, definitely helps you with the uh, uh, with the movement of both of those ships and uh, and also shooting down over the lower initiative ships especially when you're facing off against like the empire or you're facing off cis uh you're you're usually initiative matching at initiative four so that really helps you out all right now so, on to the top eight so first one here is kai krupp uh, with the galactic empire running a vader swarm uh, he's running the x1 vader with hate afterburners elusive and pattern analyzer uh how runner with targeting computer uh, elusive and swarm tactics I had Inversio with IN Cannon, Elusive, two Jingoists, one with Contraband, one with Cloaking Device, and another Elusive Wampa here to round off that list. Um, I believe this is the first uh, tournament that I'm starting to see a trend of like offsetting or at least different loadouts for the Jingoists so that way they can each fulfill like different roles. Um, I like the Cloaking Device on the Jingoists. That definitely helps them make really good uh, objective getters. Um, since they can use that B cloak to get into position and like get behind the like uh, or get an objective and run away, um, so it's uh, it's interesting how this list is starting to evolve a little bit. Um, the hate afterburners elusive pattern analyzer on Vader, not my favorite loadout for X one Vader, um, but still uh, can be pretty effective. Yeah, I'm not big fan of hate in there personally. That's just the I did. I get it. I understand why. And, and my guess is I, I didn't see Kai fly this. I would wager that Kai is they're flying closer in formation and your jingoists and Wampa are kind of off. So I'm assuming we're splitting it up into a three and then a two put Iden Howell and Darth together. Um I don't know. I, I don't I don't like hate, but I understand why. I would an over elusive. I guess you have pattern analyzer, right? So why not? Right? You you can yeah. use your elusive and then you're just going to, you're just going to talent or, or, or K churn here. So. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Cormac Higgins running Republic with a hound with Yoda, seven fleet gunner, agile gunner and mace with heightened perception R four and CLT Obi with CLT elusive and shield upgrade Anakin and the Ada with compassion, patience, marksmanship, jamming beam, R2D2 and a shield upgrade. Yeah, uh, definitely interesting to see uh, like a Jedi list with support coming back in uh, and it fits at exactly 20 points too. Uh, having like these great Jedis on the field. Um, the Anakin Skywalker, um, loadout is something that I haven't seen before, um, especially with R2-D2 and shield upgrade. Um, it can be pretty good to just keep your Anakin healthy. Um, or you can even use R2-D2 to remove, um, like bombs off the board, uh, which is really, really huge. Um, so you, you can, um, you can use that, you know, defensively that way as well. Um, but yeah, I do like this list a lot. There's definitely a lot of, um, a lot of mods here for the, the Jedi users to uh, to use and they can grab objectives as they need and still have plenty of mods on offense and defense. So the uh, the next one here, we have Dale Cromwell um, in the Galactic Empire 
also using uh, the Vader uh, X1 Swarm here. This one a little bit different here. We have Vader with Brilliant Evasion, Afterburner's Fire Control System, Elusive and Pattern Analyzer, uh, Vizier in the Reaper with Palpatine, Moff Gideon with False Transponder Codes, the Threat Tracers, and Ruthless, uh, two Deadman Switch Jinguists, and then a Wampa with Ruthless as well. Um, this one is a little bit more of a suicide list here for the Jingoists. They're basically going to be the front runners that go into the mix. And they become the ruthless fodder for the rest of the list here to, um, to guarantee uh, hits going into their opponents and, um, and basically just trying to take them out. This is kind of a, a bit more of a kill list uh, for the Empire. Yes, yeah, and you want to know something funny? I saw yeah. one of his games, and he flew one of those Jingoists through a rock. And I was like, damn, why would you do that? And it's like, oh, I know why you did that. Because you're going to put them at one or two health and ruthless that cocksucker. Yeah. And just kill everything and start killing everything off. You're going to use it as a bomb. Holy crap. Never thought about running through a rock for that before. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's a risky, but at the same time, it's like you, you, um, if you can set it up perfectly, it's, uh, it's so good. Chef's kiss. Yeah. Yeah. The next list is literally my favorite list of all times. And this is a list I actually like a version of this is what I wanted to run in 2.0. I wanted to run this at 2.5. I don't own all these ships. This is a five whisper list and Andrews suck it. I don't care what anybody says. This list made top fucking cut baby. And I would 100% run the hell out of this if I owned enough of these. I actually was on the path to own five whispers, but I couldn't get enough people to buy my damn bombers. Once I hit the three packs and then nobody, I, I was able to sell two of my bombers, but not like any more of them. I was like, I can't just keep buying these packs. I'm going to have like a million bombers for no reason. Um, <clears throat> but this is a nightfall with fanatical prockets, sensors, and the jamming suite whirlwind with predator fanatical prockets, sensor scramblers, jamming suite, Two seven oh nine, three seven oh nines, all identical with sensor scramblers, fanatical prockets, and jamming suite. The one thing I will hundred percent disagree with him in is his whirlwind build. I would not run whirlwind with prockets. Sorry, that's just not what I. I would not do it. I would hundred percent run. Optics. Huh? Optics. Yes, I would run advanced advanced optics, and I'd run um, either clusters or concussion missiles. I, yeah. I just would not, I, I'm not a fan and I would probably either put fanatical or what? Well, yeah, he has fanatical. So I would either put, um, what's the proud, proud tradition. Mm-hmm. So you can put proud tradition on in case there's nobody around, but, but I, I really like whirlwind with the ability to have advanced optics because I've used it before where I've got three focuses and I roll two hits and a blank and spend a focus on a concussion or a cluster missile shoot a second time. And it's like, it's, it's like having it. Uh, it's like having a Malaris. That's, that's what this feels like. So, yeah, absolutely. And I, I do like the theme overall, you know, you're basically going for the spike damage here, uh, especially if you're able to get, you know, at least two of those bullseyes lined up, that's going to be a potential 10 damage going into a single ship. Um, which can really do some really big damage. That's not very many ships that can survive that kind of attack. Uh, so it's definitely interesting to see um, this kind of list uh, big cut. 
and uh, it is something that uh, it is really difficult to get in person. Uh, so I, I wonder how many he actually bought and how many he actually borrowed. Uh, that'll be uh, I'm kind of interested in how he was able to get that uh, that achieved. So uh, moving on here to the top 16 here, we had Benedict Link in the Separatist Alliance. Uh, he has Grievous in the Belvalab with Outmaneuver Impervium, uh, Bombardment Drone here with Proxies and Independent Calculates, uh, DFS081 with Discord Missiles and Independent Calculations, Django Fed with Notorious, Palpatine, Proximity Mines, False Transponder Code, Slave One, and Boba Fett. And then a separatist drone with Discord missiles and independent calculations here. So uh, this is uh, kind of like a two ace and then filler uh, with that, uh, with Django and Grievous being the aces here. Uh, pretty solid list. You're able to. Um, we I actually saw the game that he was flying here, where he was facing off against the first order. And she basically held the three drones in the back to collect points on assault. And then just had Grievous and Django go up aggressively on one of the sides to tie up the First Order. And those drones just held their, their space um, for the majority of the match. They probably gained almost twice their, their worth in points, in objective points. Um, and the the enemy had the opportunity to either try to finish off the ace and make up the difference or try to go after the objective points, and uh, he ended up taking the win, and it was a, a really, really good match. Yep. Next list is Bobby with uh, a Boba, Kashka, Kanan list, and Boba has FTC, Maul, VT, and Electro Chafe Missiles, Notorious, and Slave 1. Kashka Frost has Ahsoka Tana, Veteran Tail Gunner, the FTC Marksmanship, and Marauder. And then little old Kanan Jarrus with the Child and Patience, which is not your favorite combo, JJ. Yeah, it's not. Uh, I I do appreciate giving uh, Kanan two extra force with the Child, uh, which is really good. And patience is a good way to also recover the force in the event that you know you don't suffer damage on an attack. Um, but it does require you to uh, to be a little more aggressive with Kanan, uh, which in it, with two fire sprays you don't necessarily want to be uh, too aggressive with Kanan because you want him to kind of help buff the defense on your fire sprays to make sure that they outlast your um, your opponent ships. Um, but still, uh, a lot of respect for this particular list. Uh, Kashka Frost at Initiative 3 can do a lot of damage. And, uh, and Boba Fett is, of course, Boba Fett can take on a lot of ships and, and come out on the top. Yep. Next so, one. Next one here is Martin Espinal uh, with the First Order. He had Backdraft uh, with Fanatical Events Optics and Special Forces Gunner. Muse in the FO fighter with automated targeting priority and shield upgrade. Uh, really interesting on that build, but I'll get back to that. Malaris here in the TIE FO with marksmanship and cluster missiles. Gideon Hask in the Z class shuttle with proud tradition, elusive biohex crypt codes, tactical officer, and agent Terex. And then Major Von Reich with Daredevil proton rockets and shield upgrade. Um, really interesting twist on this style of list here um using gideon has more as a coordinating force for the first order uh, actually increases the uh the effectiveness of this list 
And then you combine it here with Muse that can uh, take away stress to help um, help out the rest of the list whenever they need to like do a hard maneuver afterwards. Uh, really interesting way to uh, make sure that you have that um, the flexibility of your dial for the first order here. Um, and then Major Von Reich here acting as the um, as the hammer here with Proton Rockets and Daredevil uh, can really do uh, a lot of damage moving out initiative six and basically having the option for a double reposition. Um, and if you had that coordinate from uh, from Gideon Hass and the Sea Shuttle, you can easily give them a, a token early on so that way Von Reich can double reposition um, is really, really good. It's a, it's a really good list. Remember when Von Reg used to be able to have a shield upgrade and a home <laughs> upgrade at the same time? Yes. I remember that. That was so yeah. much fun. <laughs> fun, you say? <laughs> yeah. Shoot at Von Reg. It's just say. It, think about it the same way. It's like shooting at you know, Anakin. Sometimes Anakin, you're gonna die. Nope, you're not gonna die. Okay. Uh, yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're Y-wing <laughs> Anakin, then you always fucking die. <laughs> yeah. All right, then we have Arnie with a Grievous, uh, CAD, DFS, Django list uh, again, which we keep seeing. Grievous is standard. Um, CAD is the same one that we saw earlier, except for it has Treacherous. Uh, Django gets Notorious and Count Dooku. Proton Bombs, uh, FTC, Delayed Fuses, which I, I am assuming for the Proton Bombs, so he can leave them there to, to block off a lane. Slave One and VTG. Uh, DFS has energy shells instead of discord. So that's really the only difference there. Um, again, not nothing special. That's just kind of the, the list that we've seen made, um, made popular by Sasha Wagner. So, yeah. And then we have fun walk. We're not going to go over this list either. Cause there's really not much difference. This is a crispy list too. So except yeah. for this one has scorch in it, which is a little bit different. Crispy doesn't have no crispy does have scorch, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does have scorch. Yeah. 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 So this is almost identical to to Crispy's list. I don't really see a big need to to focus on it. Yeah. I do see advanced optics on Kyle. Um and Crispy doesn't run advanced optics, does he? Uh yes, he does actually, because that's okay. what helps him get the um the triple hits on a checks mix roll. So it's all right. Good. There you go then. Never mind. Identical to crispy list. Yeah. What's the next one, JJ? Next one here is run by Nicholas, uh, also known as Yule Ooze, running a scum and villainy list. The first one is Han Solo here in the YT-1300 with Trickshot, Quill, Ahsoka Tano, Engine Upgrade, and Lando uh, with the Falcon title. Ima Nazeman with Chaff Missiles, Child, Proximity Mines, and the Andrasta title. And then Cash Scarlet with Trickshot, Jamming Beam, Electro Chafe Missiles, Perceptive Co-Pilot, Marauder, and Skilled Bombardier. Uh, really... Uh, interesting three ship list here uh especially with han solo a ship that we don't see as much even though he's a six pointer uh which is cheaper than a lot of these medium bases um can do a lot of work here and he has a passive force here with the sokatano and that engine upgrade just helps him get around obstacles as needed uh combined with trick shot he's usually rolling four to five dice uh with his ability uh potential to six if he has uh if he has them stressed um and uh he can definitely put in a lot of hurt at initiative one uh even the same with electric chaff missiles really interesting um and then proximity mines as well a really nice variant on that particular list there 
And if you chase Iman uh, just to go with the child, you know, to go get the free locks with the child, so you're going to probably eat a proximity mine um, if you're behind them. So it's a, a really interesting list. I like it. All right. <clears throat> Next one is Surfing Finn. Another Sealman villain list. This one is definitely unique, though. This one I've not seen used um, all that often. Two Hawks. So we have Gamut Key with Hondo and Overtuned. We have Paylob in that Hawk, which is crazy because Paylob is five fucking points, man. Five points for that Hawk. Well, Dead Man Switch, IG-11, which you'd never, I've never seen that on the board other than when AMG ran it. Notorious and Moldy Crow. Then we have an Escape Craft with Composure and Tactic Officer. Um... Sirisu with proton torpedoes, which is I can't believe you could get proton torpedoes on Sirisu. Yeah, that's just that's 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 bad planning on on their behalf. And then Manaru with Migs Mayfield, Hotshot Tail Blaster, Punishing One, R three, and Ion Cannon. Yeah. What are, what are your thoughts? Like I, I don't I understand a pay lob at five points. I guess that's like the first thing i don't understand so, so paylob is is the secret sauce here honestly um with the ability to actually have moldy croak that's a three dice gun that that's on the table for scum um with notorious if you're taking shots at paylob you're going to get strange and paylob is a lower initiative so he's going to shoot back at you strange and then on top of that um the combo with ig11 which means that he can potentially stock up on focuses and then on his turn, he has two calculates that he can add on for a total of four different tokens. So if he's really focused, fired on, he has all those tokens to really maximize his defense and offense um, as needed. And then finally, if you're able to finally take him down, he's going to dead man switch and blow you up. So he is he's definitely a very big distraction. Um, and with that 180 arc, he's going to be able to steal tokens from other ships that are going to be worried about taking a proton torpedo from Sarisu. Um, so it's it's a really sneaky list because you have to deal with one or the other. And if Sarisu uh, range controls correctly, it also provides that defensive reroll for Paylob on there. So if you're focusing on Paylob and Sarisu is nearby, it's going to be really difficult to take out that Paylob and your, the rest of the list is going to come in and kind of take out that ship. Um, Manaru, another one here that's uh, that's sneaky. Um, having Migs Mayfield and Hotshot Tail Blaster, um, potential to have the double shot uh, from front and back if you're getting around Manaru. Um, and uh, he has Punishing One, so even if he's not using any of the other abilities, it's still a three die attack coming out the front um, at Initiative Four, and they can really soften up somebody for a Paylob to um, to potentially finish up. And then Gamut Key, of course, to help keep all those additional tokens uh, for uh, for either himself or Paylob, and uh, can also coordinate with Hondo to um, to. <laughs> Pardon me, left. You can Hondo um, give the coordinate to Siri Suit to get a focus, and then jam one of Paylob's focus tokens off, and then still have two calculates come in, and you have a double <laughs> shot with Siri Suit. It's fantastic. It's really great. Yeah, I think I think the other play is can you coordinate? You could coordinate IG eleven too, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So 
you could just go in with IG-11 and let him get down to the, the end there and then coordinate a focus or co coordinate something, you know, with, you know, to, to pay lob to let him keep that IG-11 active. And yep. then just go in and blow up. I mean, I get especially if you need it for the win. I don't know how much damage does IG eleven do. Is it is it the uh, same as one, Dead Man Switch? It's one crit for that one, and then Dead Man Switch is one hit. So yeah. So, so everybody at range it. one is taking a hit crit. Hit crit, yeah. And do you take them in any specific order? You can choose because uh, yeah. okay, uh, well, Dead Man Switch then. is when you're destroyed. So yeah, yeah you easily you just, do the you hit just, first. You just take the hit first. All right, yeah. everybody's taking a hit. All right, who's who's doesn't have shields? You're all taking crits now. There you go, baby. <laughs> yeah. Merry fucking Christmas. That's and I wonder, you know, like now I kind of wonder, can you put IG eleven on any of those other hawks and just make them little bombs? Right? Like Um, I believe so actually. Yeah. Can I put it on Kanan? Can you put it on Kanan? Uh the point should fit. Yeah, absolutely. That, that's that's excuse me, that sounds dirty. Yeah, absolutely. So um, the the last thing that we have on here is Sebastian Carvadini. Uh, he had a, uh, I would call it a little bit of a salad list um, in the Galactic Republic. He had Hound with Corky Kreese, Satine Kreese, and Seven Fleet Gunner. Oddball with dedicated IM Cannon Turret, Veteran Turret Gunner, R4 Astromech, and Baffle. Uh, Mace Windu only with R2-D2. And then Ava Sakura with Brilliant Invasion, Patience, Marksmanship, Jammer Beam, R4, and a Shield Upgrade on here. Um, really interesting to um, to have this kind of combination here for uh, for the Republic in a salad list. Um, the Corky Crease was uh, something that was interesting because, as I understand his ability, he helps you modify a hit into a crit if you're using a secondary weapon um for his ability um but i just i have to double check that yeah that's that's definitely different um i've not seen corgi being ran but i guess i could kind of see it so yeah all right so now let's let's talk a little bit about gen con we got a, little, a few minutes left i don't want to go too late tonight um uh because jj will a fall asleep on me and B, I haven't hung out with my dogs much. So I, I was wrong. After friendly shipping your Ford front arc, the 180 arc at range one and two becomes a defender, you can transfer a green token to it. And while a friendly ship at range one and two defends, um, if you obstruct the attack, the defender rolls one additional defense die. So this uh, encourages you to send Hound in towards the center to obstruct the shot and then have your other ships lag behind to give them additional defensive dice. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Again, that's a neat little thing that we've not seen. Mm -hmm. All right. So now let's let's talk a little bit about Gen Con, right? Yeah. We we have Gen Con coming up. If if you're going to Gen Con and you want to hang out, uh, you can use our Discord. is probably the easiest, unless Greg's going to create a meetup like a uh, thread on his discord, then we'll just use Greg's discord. But um, I am going to Gen Con and I will be down there. We were leaving probably about 1130 on Thursday and I will be, um, I will be getting down there probably between five and six o'clock is my guess. Um, I am playing Friday, so I will probably be uh, busy. 
I found out yesterday that uh, we're going to play fucking six rounds, even though that's stupid. Um, so I'm not super. I'll tell you, I'm not excited by that, especially because the cap for every day is 64 people. Like, maybe we should look at the AMG site, right? Because, like, I don't remember. Like, I thought they had regulations for that, didn't they? Um, I think it's based on the event uh, because different venues have different times for when they shut down. So I think it's based on the on the venue because I was hoping for five rounds like I was genuinely hoping for five rounds because what's OK. Think about it this way. If you lose one, two games. So let's say you go and two, you're just going to drop and then we're going to get stuck with like. So if we have 40 players and that's it and like 20 percent of the field drops and then the next round. 20% more drops. Then there's going to be nobody left. Like, why are we freaking playing six rounds? You know, you're giving yeah, me more they, opportunity to lose. <laughs> I think they, if that's, if they have less players than the capacity for each day, then at that point, they'll probably make the adjustment for less rounds at that point. But I, I don't know. It, it will be a TO uh, decision at that point. Well, hopefully D talks about it on their podcast this week. I, I would like to know, cause to me, that's a big thing. Like, not that I don't want to play six rounds of X-Wing because I do like that. Um, it was fun when we did it at Adepticon, but that was a long day. And I didn't get to do anything else at all that day. Yeah. Yeah, we were exhausted after that, right? We just went to like a the the only thing that was open and ordered. <laughs> yeah. Like food and drinks. Yeah. And we got drinks and, and, and dinner and then we were done. And then we had to be back the next morning early for the the next thing you know so then we, we you and i went back and we had a couple of drinks at the hotel room and then yeah passed out followed, followed by the police and everything over the hotel <laughs> yeah. yeah um yeah so if you i i, I like i said I, if anybody wants to hang out or if if, if people are going to be around the convention area you know my plan you know thursday night is to probably just like chill around i'm going to probably walk the convention a little bit um, see if there's any cool promo stuff I can still grab, even though that's later in the day. Um, and especially because of the, like Marvel champions, if they're handing out like Marvel champions stuff, I'll just tell you right now, like that, like I will be over at that booth getting my Marvel champions on. Um, if they're, if they're running live Marvel champions games Thursday night, that's where I'll be. So you can come find me there. <laughs> so the big question here, because I know that you are a former big destiny player. Will <laughs> you be playing destiny at Gen Con? Uh, if I don't make a cut, I, if I don't make cut for Sunday, yes. If I make cut for Sunday, no. So my goal is, is to make cut so I don't have to play destiny. Um, cause I really would like that world's qualifier, but I mean, you, if you watch the game from tonight, you can see that, you know, probability of making cut is probably a lot lower. Um, but I have had more pr practice with the list I'm going with. Um, yeah. but <laughs> either which way I, I do, um, I do kind of actually want to because they're doing a FFG standard tournament at 9 a.m. on Sunday morning. Now, that okay. means my dumb ass has to get up early to get there. I don't like that. <laughs> but <laughs> at the exact same token, it is from like the FFG days. So like I don't have to own any of their new cards or any of their new things. All I have to do is bring it and I can just go. Ahead. It's 10 bucks and I can go have fun. Um. And if I lose and I don't want to play, keep playing, I could just walk away because I don't care about prize support for that. Like, I'll never use it again. It's I literally just own everything for Destiny, like all of the original sets. I own every one of the cards. I have promo cards. I have special like custom mats, everything. I will have to bring my um, I have a Mr. Bones mat, which 
that's like a discussion. We need a Mr. Bones crew for Tim and Wexley. That's what the fuck I need. Even though he never flies with him, <laughs> I want Tim and Wexley to have a Mr. Bones crew. Um, because Mr. Bones was my favorite character in um Destiny. Like, and I have I won the mat, but at, at a local like uh store. Like I nice. I won I like made top you know of I don't know we had like ten people or something like that, but I won with my Ewok deck, which everybody hates. <laughs> Because uh, my I mean, Ewok deck was just a burn deck. Hey, Ewoks are coming for Legion. I mean, you know, eh, it's thematic. So um, let's talk about the um, so, like list that we're going to expect here. Now, based on the, all the different tournaments that we've seen so far leading up to this event here, what are your, your expectations for like styles of list that you're going to uh, like encounter here at uh, at Gen Con? Well, Vader, I'm just going to say uh, every, people are going to run Defender Vader and X1 Vader. Like the, if you're running an Empire list, you're going to be running Vader. Um, I don't think there's going to be anybody that runs a list without Vader. Like if you ran Empire, uh, you might see the two. Um, we saw like the two, the two um, decimators. decimators and that didn't have Vader in it. But I think that's unique to Europe. I think even in the one decimator list, we're seeing either Rexler Brath or a um, Vader Defender. Okay. So my prediction is that we're going to see a lot of Vaders. And I also will predict Vader Defender will not win. It will not win. That is my solid prediction that it they will not win. If they so, do win, I don't know. We should put a wait. Will you want, you want to bet me, JJ? I like to bet. I like gambling. So, how about we break this down by factions, right? Let's go by the factions and we'll right, go right, over right. by over predictions here. So we'll start off with the Empire since we're on there. Um, so in terms of the top pilot, obviously Vader is going to be the, the one that we're going to see the most there. What about like a surprise uh, pilot that you think that will make a cut? Surprise pilot, Vizier, yeah. but I guess that's not really surprise. Um, I think Wrestler Breath is probably your surprise. I mean, that's okay. that's probably the most out of the ordinary pilot we're gonna see make but in my opinion okay yeah i definitely agree that 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 was actually gonna be my pick here seeing uh rex labrath uh come in as the um as a surprise hit the other one i would have said would have been like pure sabak uh kind of making more of a uh of a splash especially with like um especially if you have like the ruthless combo with dead band switch on jingoist i think that is a pretty good way to um to get that in um now for the rebels now with the decline of the alpha strike list like making cut across the board here and actually i see that on the chat um do you still think we'll see that type of archetype here for the rebels yes yep i i i think in america i think it's popular enough we're gonna see it i don't think i think a lot of the rebel players that i know of will create some sort of alpha strike we might see a variation. For example, Nick from 312, I know, has a is not running an Alpha Strike per se, um, but he is running Rebels. And I, how about this? I will predict Fen Rao will appear at Gen Con in Rebels, not in Scum. As in uh, Sheathipede, or we're we talking nope. about Fang Fighter? Fang Fighter. Oh, okay. Okay. But, yeah, let's go for this one. Yep. I, I to to answer the question, Sandy. I do believe that we will see some alpha strikes, and I believe one will make cut. So, I have a you know, I I have a feeling that one of those will make cut. Though I wonder if Marcel's going to run four of those um, U wings just because that may that's, cut. 
That was and, actually my my surprise list too. The four Ewing list, I think, has a lot of legs, and I would actually be uh, interested to see how well it does at Gen Con here for um, for Rebels. Yeah, I would like to see it. I don't own four Ewings. I would actually run a list like that. That's kind of up my alley. Um, but I I don't I don't know. I own one. I don't ever fly Rebels either. That's not I I. There's too many people in my local that fly Rebels. So for me to fly Rebels like. It, just, it, have, it doesn't make any sense. You have more to borrow, right? <laughs> I do. You're right. I do. But I have nobody to practice against. It'd be like, oh, you want to face against this rebel list? You want to face against this rebel list? You want to go against this rebel list? Mm, okay, thanks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, all right. So going over to Scum, uh, we've been seeing a lot more popularity here with the fire sprays. The double fire sprays are making a huge uh, impact here for Scum. Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, the pilots or combos that we're going to see? Well, it seems like people are shying away from Boba more and running dual fire sprays with another beef piece. And and I'll be honest, like, so I I guess we could give away what I'm going to run in a few minutes, but um, they or what I have been practicing to run. I guess that's yeah. what I should say because I might swerve just to fuck with people and and just to piss JJ off. Um, <laughs> and then at least I have an excuse if I lose, right? Um. I think people are shying away from Boba and I think that's kind of a mistake. Um, I really think Boba really should be one of the centerpieces in, in scum right now. Um, I I'm, I'm okay with them shying away from it though. Cause I don't want to see Boba go back up in points because having Boba be there. I mean, and again, I get that Boba is this big menace, right? He gets these rerolls, but without the slave one title that he can't use anymore, it doesn't make him quite as powerful, right? And, and and I think losing the Slave 1 title, leaving Boba at the 9 points, I almost would argue a little bit Boba, there's a possibility of dropping loadout and bringing Boba down to 8. Um, but And I'm going to get a million flurry people yelling at me. But um, <laughs> I think Boba really is a big key here. Um, so if you're going to run a dual fire spray list with Boba, you don't have much room left. Um, but I think Boba, just kind of like Django Fett is, Boba with smaller pieces, um, kind of makes sense I, I i would actually even advocate can you run so what's nine and eight together 17 i just lost your video 17 17 um so all right so that doesn't make sense i was gonna say because if you could run boba gamut paylob um and then one other you know one other thing that would be really cool okay but i i don't think that that's logical i don't think that's a logical take um but I think I think Boba, I think the double fire sprays are prominent. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw somebody bring a surfing that surfing fins list, but I, I, I think that's just I think you're gonna see a lot of Manaru, and I think you're gonna see um you're gonna see a lot of Koshka and Kath. Like I think those are the two and Eamon. I think that's what you're gonna see. And I don't think people are I think people are not running uh Mando as much. I, I just don't see Mando being ran quite as often. So yeah, and I I I do think that there's a, a big potential for Cad Bane on Scum to make a splash in the Scum list. However, it's been a little difficult to see a, a list that's been reliable to like do well or perform well against a lot of things out in the field. Um, I think that right now Scum has a plethora of big beef ships. Um, and what I mean by that is, like, you take a look at, like, the Jumpmaster with Zengar. Manaru's been really popular as well. These are cheap ships 
that can uh, survive a, a quite a few attacks and still put out a lot of damage on their own. Um, Han Solo is a ship, uh, or rather the, the YT-1300 is a ship that I do expect to see more of from Scum. Uh, because they do have um, they do have pilots with Lando and Han that can uh, do a lot with their chassis and cover a lot of grounds, which helps them out for like assault um, or uh, or chance engagement and helps them keep them in the fray and still survive with a lot of health and still do a lot of attack back. Um, but um, I, I I just haven't seen a list. Uh, that can involve a lot of smaller ships, like a four to five ship list that's reliable and taking um, and, and being effective in the current meta right now. Um, so I, as much as I do like Cad Bane, I don't think we'll see more than maybe two or three appearances uh, in Scum overall for, uh, for Cad Bane. Yeah, I would agree with that. Now, moving on over to the Resistance. Uh, Resistance uh, definitely has a few, um, and, and I'm saying this just based off of the the list that I've been seeing through um, through Nickel City's league. Uh, Resistance actually has a few different options there. Uh, the the Rebel, or sorry, the Resistance Y Wings, I think, are really really underrated. Um, I think that's uh, they have a lot of utility in being able to cover a lot of the fields, or cover a lot of objective, and still be really effective with ion cannons and bombs. Uh, what what's your take on it? Yeah, I think you're going to see Poe, and I think you're going to see a lot of Y-Wings. I think that's going to be, that's the big key there is Y-Wings with bombs or Y-Wings with missiles. And 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 I think bombs seem to be the more effective because you can have the turret and the bombs. Yeah. Um, and and I, feel, I feel the smart move in Resistance is to do that. I think you're going to see a million fins. Um, fins? Fins. Yeah. You're going to see a million I think- fins. I hate fin. Yeah. Fucking fins should die. And all I can say, if there's a certain person listening, if we face off against each other and you get your fin close enough um, where he gets three dice um, to be able to have that four, you're, get, you're, you're getting an Emon proxy mine. Like, I'm, I'm going to ensure your fin is going to get bombed. I hate Finn so much. Just hate him. I don't think he's a three-point ship. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah, I agree with you. Finn is a very, very good ship. Even post nerf, he is still a, a really big survivable or a really good survivable ship that can do a lot of work. And uh, yeah, he, I was surprised to see him drop to three points um, uh, because of his utility. Um, but uh, but yeah, I think will he was probably going to be tied for the most popular pilot on Resistance, hands down, other than than uh, Poe Dameron. Honestly, yeah. yeah. I also think we'll see a little bit. We'll we'll see some death ray, like some death ray pose. I think I think we will. I I think we'll see like that that pose easy, um, ray combo. I still think that's pretty uh, potent personally. I think it's just you have to know how to fly it, and like I'm not good at that. So now the one thing I am surprised that we don't see more of is more a wing list here for the for the resistance. Now I understand that there are more cheaper options that give you different. Uh, or at least more ships on the board um, than what they're currently priced at right now for the resistance A-Wings. However, I still think that there's still a lot of utility with A-Wings to, um, especially in objective play, to uh, be be useful in the meta. Um, there's, there's a couple of lists that, or sorry, there's one or two of us that I've seen that have potential to do, uh, do a lot of work if you're able to get enough practice in. Um, but I would I would like to see a lot more A wings uh, make 
make more of a splash for the resistance going forward. Yeah, I think they're just too expensive. I, I just think that's what it is. I think I think the problem becomes is, is there's a few of them in there that are more expensive than they need to be, which I shouldn't say that because, again, I'll get crucified at some point um, for saying that. But I, I think some of them are more expensive than they need to be, honestly. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. But I don't want to see too much of a change because we got new Poe in a fucking YT-1300 coming and he's going to be like the new fucking uh dash and i hate i just hate him mm, i don't like that well i mean he won't be I, I while he does have some of the same abilities i don't think that he'll be as overpowered um as dash was because number one he doesn't have a four die gun and then number two he's going to be limited on what type of maneuvers he's going to be able to take later on because you remember the the out of all the dials for the yt 1300 the resistance one is the worst one out of all the the falcons so I, I think that temp that lowers the power level down uh, a bit. It's still predictable, um, but yeah, yeah, it, we'll, we'll see how that uh, that works out. Now um, going over to the first order, um, obviously the big hotness right now is Crispy's list here with uh, Kylo, the two FOs, and then the two FO bombers with Skill Bombardier and Chaff. Besides that, do you see any other viable list for the first order here? Making oh yeah, it? I honestly yes, like. I think people are sleeping on silencer Kylo like crazy. And especially in, and we are, in, we are not in a, a let's just take objectives meta. We are in a, well, hold on. <laughs> do we take objectives or do we murder things meta? Like, and yeah. there is, and again, my game earlier is a very big demonstration of that. We, I was forced to move in in a different position than I wanted to, to get objectives to to do that otherwise i would have lost more stuff because of objectives and that's big right my list that i had earlier tonight was a kill kill bot. it's just kill list. like it, it's just I, I i'm running a version of that tlt or you know ter, twin label ter, turret whatever the hell you used yeah. to call it like that's a version of that like i was trying to create recreate that in some way shape or form yeah just automatic damage yeah yep um and anyway, so long story short, I think that Kylo Silencer is 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 back. I think there's there's a huge potential for that um, to put him in a silencer. I also think that um, I like Crispy's list, but he avoids the um, the Gideon, the Gideon, right? Yeah. And I think we've seen kind of a resurgence of Phasma. Uh, Phasma is becoming more popular. So I think we'll see a combinations of Phasma and like Gideon in some way, shape or form, because you can start just killing Gideon off with Phasma stuff. And Phasma is just just an aggressive shot. Like Phasma is something you it's the same. It's again, Phasma is a targeting nightmare, right? Like, do you shoot at her and then she just gives everything away? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, here's some damage to Gideon that you're refusing to shoot at, you know, Um I don't know. Like, I think I think there's a again, I wouldn't say a Kylo Phasma Gideon list, but I would say you're going to either see Kylo and some ties or you could see Kylo, um, a Von Reg and something else. Right. Like, I think there's potential there at seven and six and five. There's some good potential ace type lists uh, that could come out of FO that I think are just being slept on um, yeah. personally. 
Do you yeah, think you could me, you could run Midnight, can't you? Yeah, you could actually. Yeah. And uh, she she was going to be one of the the um, the pilots I was going to reference, but one of the other underutilized ships for the FO right now is Hollow. Hollow is very affordable in the FO list. Can do a ton of work by passing off tokens and taking away negative tokens. Uh, and she can it's still a three die a gun attack um, at initiative five. Uh, I think that um, we should see more lists with hollow um, being used in the mix. Um, the four ship uh, first order list can be very viable if you have uh, very good aces that can uh, essentially be self-sufficient or at least uh, be somewhat synergistic with each other. Um, and hollow is definitely a very, very good candidate um, for that style of list there. Um, and Midnight, uh, I think, can do a lot of work as well, uh, being able to deny mods uh, with the uh, the target locks. The only thing for her, though, is that she does need help in terms of getting uh, mods because you're usually spending your, um, your action to get that target lock um, to go onto it. You can still equip her with Fanatical um, and the chance that she gets, um, gets the shield knockoff, and that's at least a passive uh, single focus to hit uh, change. But I think that is a good way to lock down a particular list um, or uh, lock down a particular ace and prevent them from using mods and um, and start chipping away at that ship uh, and um, and do well. You can run Kylo Silencer, Ember, Hollow, and Phasma. Just as That's an good. FYI. Like, just so you know. Yeah. That's really good, actually. If I could uh, squeeze out five points from there, I would actually put in Malaris just to have the conversion from blanks. So that that would be really good. Malaris on the, on the she shuttle. You you could do that, and add Terex on it, and you get out calculates. Okay, so Malaris fits in there. That'd be great. You Malaris is four points, buddy. You could run Malaris, Hollow, Kylo, and the Silencer, like Silencer, Kylo, and Ember. There you go. You you could you could do that. That's there you go. Can I get that list? Let's have that list win. That's what I want. There's my prediction. That's not going to happen anyway. So going on over to the Republic. So the Republic over the last few tournaments, we've seen a decline in the Republic. Um, kind of, um, kind of not making cut as consistently as the other factions have been doing as of late. Um, do we see number one? Do we see the Republic actually make yes. cut? Yes, and we do. What list is the one going into cut? Uh, we're going to see some sort of a Hawk and Jedi list. Um, maybe with a Contrail. I like Hawks, Jedis, and Contrail, really. That's that's okay. that's where I would go with it. And I'm so I'm, I'm not sold, like, I'll be honest, I'm not 100% sold on Hawk because it's an I-4. I've been used to running Hound with an I, I-2 in, in that, but, like, in my game, it worked out very well to have that. The Hawk was the best game person in the whole game, just period. Just like hands down, he's better than all those homing torpedoes. Um, but um, I I feel we will see a hawk, some sort of a hawk. Um, and 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 we'll we'll, really like what's kind of good is a hawk and Y wing and contrail, like hawk Anakin contrail and something else, like either a mace. I don't think you could fit Obi, so I think it's either a mace or an Ahsoka. Um, but that that's kind of what I see. I mean. No, can you fit Mace in there or Obi in there? Yeah, you can, but then you don't have enough. You have extra points. Okay, 
Yeah. Either which way, but the, I I see I see like the 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 kind of the 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 salad, the Republic salad, but you're going to see a lat. And I don't think you see a Republic list without a lat right now. I just don't think you do. And I think that medium base providing rerolls is just way too fucking good not to run. Like it's just yeah. really hands down. And, and you either have to burn that lat down and you're getting five points for it. That's it. You're going to waste six shots, five shots, maybe if you're lucky, four if you're really lucky. Yeah, and, and 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 that so I I and I feel that so what I feel is I feel Republic's a little bit underpowered right now, a little bit. Um, but I feel the correction was on point with it. And I feel that people used to be able to run Republic and it was just willy-nilly, like here you go. Anybody can run Jedi's because I could shoot range zero and mod my dice, you yeah. know, like oh, I'm shooting two dice ring. Oh, there's hit crit. There you go. Cause I got a force and I got six of the fucking things. So, you know, yeah. like I don't have to worry about it. So I think they figured out how to knock some of the power down. And I think we could, we could bring it back a little bit. Not with, not in the last, the last will never see a decrease ever. Um, yeah. but yeah. I, 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 I think, I do think genuinely think that, that there will be some Republic lists in top cut. Do so. you think that the Z 95s are good enough to, make a list to make top cut not in a swarm like i ran them okay i i i how about this i think my list as a swarm type list in a better person's hand who has a lot of practice i feel that that could be very potent i i really do um but i'm a little biased because i've actually been running that since i released the z95 to some extent in some version of that I have been running that that type of a list because I like the auto damage that I get because it reminds me of a burn deck, <laughs> you know, like yeah. in Magic the Gathering. So I like that. Um, but I think everybody's so beefed up right now. Like, I, again, and one of the mistakes I made was I had a range one shot. I gave a crit to that didn't kill one of the ships because it had a fucking hull upgrade. Yeah. And if well, I had I mean, shot three dice with fire it, convergence and a target lock. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, and if it was a standard list and the whole upgrade would have not been there. So that, that could have potentially killed that, but yeah, you're right. Uh, having that whole upgrade was, was, uh, I will tell you, I, I will tell you my list does very well against large base type ships because they, and if I keep it in, in close enough formation to get kill large bases, I think it does really well. It does not do well against, um, um, alpha strikes so that, that it does not or bombs yeah so um uh beyond that do you think that there is still room for the y-wings and the arc 170s to make it uh enough of a difference uh for the republic uh, i think arc 170s are slightly overpriced okay. for what they do in republic okay we we and have we tested that in, in our locals and i just they don't they don't work as well as if they had two green dice, everything would be different, but they don't. Yeah. So they, they die a little too quickly for their own good. Okay. And then going on to the last faction, the separatists, um, we have seen a resurgence of the separatist Alliance taking a few of these tournaments so far um, and actually making the top cuts here. Um, so what do you think we're going to see more of? Are we going to see, two aces plus filler or are we going to see more of a three ship ace list you're going to see filler you're going to see Django in ships 
you're going to see CAD, Django, Grievous, and um, a droid. You're going to see, um, I, I bet you you're going to see that CAD, Grievous, droid list. I, I bet that will be there 100%. Um, and in fairness, that, I don't think that list was running in Adepticon because I can't remember if Cad Bane was out then. No, he wasn't. Yeah. But they there was a version of that that did pretty well at Adepticon. Um, and I think they gave Separatists a pretty big buff. Um, but I think the difference with Separatists, and this is why I will never agree that they should be raised in cost again, is because Separatists, for the most part, are somewhat luck-based to some extent, minus the Bombers, right? Like, I don't get target locks and calculates. I don't have a coordinator as easily as everybody else does. Um, and I think that's the big thing. Like, if they ever drop that droid down, that coin coordinate for a calculate <laughs> down yeah. to two points, then um, droids would probably be a little bit OP. But um, my theory is you're going to see Django 100%. Um, I would love to see Django Boba Fett. I actually want to run that personally, but I probably should not. But Django Boba Fett <laughs> is is like kind of like that's a fun list. And I, I don't I don't think we're going to see a lot of Zam personally. I think we might see one like we might see a Django um, VTG and then a Zam list just for the double tapping because double tapping fire sprays are really good. But I think you are relying so much on dice luck that it's not like it's just not as good. I think that's the problem, you know. So in this current meta right now for the for Zam, right? I know she's nine points and Django Fett being seven. That big, uh, that two point difference there. I mean, are you always reaching? Do, do you think Zam even has a place right now for separates or is she just too overcosted for what she provides? Uh, I feel I feel she's a little overcosted personally. Okay. Do you think that she um, would see more play if she was eight points? Yes. Okay. Yep, because I would. You could run two. You could run. Yeah, and give me elicits. Like I want some jingoists on my fucking team. Give me some fucking three, <laughs> two die, three green dice, fucking elicits. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I do. Th I think if I think if they if they were if Zam was, you would see a Zam um Zam jingle list with um two droids. I think that you would see that. Yeah, I'll give me a boba at six points. How about them apples? That's that's gonna piss everybody off. Yeah, I mean, I think just the 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 fire spray base having a forward and rear arc of three die guns by itself <laughs> being ten health, I think is is more. It doesn't warrant it being six six points. Um, I don't think it would ever go down that low, honestly. I don't think so. Now, either. if if we're if they expand your points to like you know like forty and basically have a little more granularity, then maybe um, like the equivalent of that. But uh, but yeah, no, I don't see I don't see the fire sprays being anywhere near that yep. price point. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I'm just waxing poetic. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I think Zam's overcaught. I, I I don't because if you take Zam and put Zam and Boba together, if you just don't shoot at Zam, Zam is just like too. You have to be too. It, there's too much variability because if you do shoot at Zam, but you pick the card that doesn't give you the double tap or give the target, it's just I don't know. There, it's 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 a little like there's not enough. I don't think 
in that uh, with Zam to um, warrant the nine points, I guess. I, I understand why. Like, I think you just drop some of the loadout and bring her back down to eight. I think that's what you do. And I think the reason they don't is because if you had Zam at eight points, would you ever run Django again? Yeah, I feel if Zam and if um, if Zam is eight points, I I would still consider G, uh, Django just because you have room to play probably a different ace for the uh, for the CIS or fit just one more droid into your list if you're looking to fill it out with like vultures or hyenas. Um, that one point difference makes a huge difference, I think. Yeah. Oh, can you imagine? Because don't we have some Magna droids too at four points? Yes. Mm-hmm. Magna Guard Executioner. Too bad that Protectorate didn't go down. Give me, give me that Protectorate, Zam, and Django. There you go. Give me an OP yeah. Zam list. <laughs> yeah. I should be the one in charge points. All right. Well, with that being said, um, really, I think really there's not much more to talk about. I think that's what we're going to see. You're going to see if, if you are at Gen Con and you want to hang out, um, just message us. You know, like I said, I mean, I'll be honest, I probably won't hang out with Greg all the time, but I, I won't lie and say that I'll probably be around Greg more often. Um, I only have three people from my locals going. Um, the fourth one is bringing his girlfriend, so I can't imagine that we're going to see much of them. Uh, John, if you're listening, you do want to hang out, let me know though. But, um, is she playing? No, I highly doubt it. <laughs> Maybe. I don't, I don't know. I never yeah, asked actually. That'd be great. Yeah. I've never <laughs> hung. I've never met his girlfriend. So, um, but I don't know if he, if they're coming down for the whole tournament, if they're only coming down Friday night and staying Saturday, um, cause they, they, he is playing Saturday. So I don't know if they're going to, if they're going to come down Thursday, I don't think they're coming down Thursday. So, um, okay. With that being said, I think the metas are a little bit different. And I think maybe that's a discussion we can have after after we have Gen Con. But my prediction is our meta here in the USA is different than the meta in um, Europe. I, I really do think that. Um, because we've seen more scum out of Europe than we have in America, right? And everybody's running Crispy's stupid list. Which I don't know if Crispy, if you made that list, congrats. Like, you should get an award. If you and, and maybe maybe you should be banned from X Wing for a little while for making that list because <laughs> uh, I hate that list no, with a passion. No. Uh, his new hotness right now is the Electro Proton Bomb. Um, man, that is uh, that is a a very it is an upgrade that has the potential to change an entire game um, definitely, and that's that's his new baby right now that he's working on. Um, but yeah, no, no doubt, Crispy, you are a really good list builder and hope you do well at, uh, at Gen Con as well. I know that you'll be going over there. Is Crispy going? Really? Yeah, he's sponsored by Hexile. Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. How did he get it? All right. Anyway. Hey, Crispy, <laughs> if you want to hang out, that's, I, that's great. I did not know Crispy was going. So I, Catherine said they were going. So, um, I don't know. Maybe we'll have a Nickel City reunion. I know Greg's having a yeah a party Saturday night. The problem is, is I think his Airbnb is nowhere near my damn hotel, so I'm gonna have to spend forty fucking dollars in in a Uber. I'm sure. Or find I'm a sober sure. person to drive me. Yeah, I was gonna say. I'm sure there's gonna be people going in mass, so you, sh- you can catch a ride. Maybe. Hopefully. All right. Anyway. 
Anything else you have, JJ, before we sign off for the night? Are we going to cast next Sunday is a question. Mm. Probably not, right? So I'm going to say we're probably not going to cast Sunday. We could cast a uh, Monday or Tuesday night. So um, I, I think we might cat. We might still cast next week, but I do not think it'll be Sunday. I'll be I'll be yeah. honest. I I I I I again. I will message you if I can get if I'm back in town by five o'clock. We'll cast. Okay. But my I have a friend coming in from Detroit on Saturday uh, with his brother, and I've known them since high school. So there's a possibility I might crash on their hotel floor Sunday night. Um, and let my buddy take my car back and, um, or do some, I don't know, do something, but I, I have, I have been a hundred percent figured out what I want to do Sunday. I, so how about this? Let's just say we're not going to cast next Sunday. We'll just make the decision. Now we're not going to cast next Sunday. Um, and I apologize. Cause that means there's no XCC cast. That'll probably happen at all this week. Unless JJ cast something this weekend. And then we will revise. We will come back and do a, a, a Gen Con, um, We'll do a Gen Con stream middle of the week, early to middle-ish of the week is what we'll aim for. So, all right. When are you moving? You're moving too soon. Uh, in uh, it'll be the week of the twentieth. Will be uh, or the twenty-first rather is my moving week. So I will be gone probably for one to two weeks, just dealing with the move. Okay. So then, so we, so let's definitely try and cast middle of the week. So we, again, I apologize for anybody that regularly listens or joins us in the chat. Like, I just don't want to commit to Sunday, Sunday night. Um, I just don't want to commit to Sunday night and then get back at like eight 30 and then rush the setup and stuff like that. So let's, yeah. let's, if we'll you're okay, let's catch the cat or cast in the middle of the week. I think yeah. that's a good, good, good thing. Um, cause I probably won't go to my local on Monday. I, it's, when I went to Depticon, I did, I was burnt out on X-Wing and didn't want to go. Um, yeah, that's fair. So we'll, we'll, ca- we'll, we'll cast earlier in the week and then, um, do a recap of Gen Con and, yeah. um, and maybe we'll invite a bunch of people on. Maybe that's what we'll do is we'll see who, who wants to join us from Gen Con to talk about all the crazy stories. So if you're going and you want to be a part of the crazy stories message JJ or I now we're going to create a list for anybody that wants. We'll open it up. If you went to Gen Con and you want and you have a camera, um, a decent, an OK camera and an OK mic that doesn't pick up a bunch of background noise, uh, message one of you can join the show. I don't give a shit. I'll 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 make this like a Brady Bunch fucking matrix here. Um, <laughs> That'd be great. And yeah. and we'll just have everybody. I'll just have to be. I'll probably be very silent and I'll be controlling the audio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. All right. All right. Well, cool. Well, thank you all so much for joining us. If you have not um, liked us on Twitch, make sure you like us. That means every time we go live, we say, hey, folks, we're live, baby. Um, You can also follow us on Discord. You can follow us on um, YouTube. And uh, again, we apologize. No XCC streams at all this week. None whatsoever. No Nickel City streams either. We are not going to be streaming any Nickel City games as we are off on a bye week. Um, but with that being said, we will be back next week, Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, and we'll post when we'll be back. I'll let everybody know ahead of time, but we will be back next week with more Planning Face Syndicate. Thank you all. Have a good night, and hope to see you at Gen Con. See ya.